Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast brought to you in part by Proactive Talent, a recruiting and employer brand consulting firm that will revolutionize the way you attract and hire top talent. The impact of the coronavirus on the world of work is ongoing, and in at least one way, the ramifications are affecting the privacy of remote workers. What do I mean? Well, one of the hottest types of software to fly off the shelves these days is employee monitoring software. With more people telecommuting than ever before, companies want to make sure that their people are indeed working and not binging on Netflix. (laughs) Well, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Well, I look at both sides of the issue to see how it affects remote workers today and what can likely be expected in the future. Next on the Jim Stroud Podcast. Recruitment marketing, as compared to maybe employer branding, is all about getting your message and your story in front of the right audience. It's a lot to manage, and what Practic Talent does for our clients is we help centralize so you have one partner, one vendor to help you manage all those relationships. And not only that, we help you track the effectiveness of every media dollar you spend on hiring so that you know in real time that you're getting the greatest ROI for your marketing investment to attract great talent into your company. We help our clients with recruitment marketing in a couple ways. One is in recruitment marketing strategy. And with that, we really take the time to help you build the right strategy. And then we get mutual approval on that strategy before you spend a single dime. The other way we do this is through our agency of record service. This is a partnership with you where we're able to reach out to publishers on your behalf to negotiate better pricing, to execute on media campaigns, uh, and really act as an extension of your team. Some of the benefits that our clients have seen working with Practive Talents Recruitment Marketing Services is an overall reduction of 30% cost per applicant. That's really significant. It's showing that we're able to leverage great technology, programmatic, and we're also flexible and scalable. We're platform agnostic. We're always gonna use whatever the greatest and latest technology is, whatever the best platforms are to help create efficiencies in your media purchasing so that you're always on the cutting edge. For more information on Proactive Talent, visit them online at proactivetalent.com or click the link in the podcast description. There are a lot of employee monitoring software out there capable of keeping a careful watch on the work you are doing or (laughs) the work you're not doing when the boss isn't around. They are produced by companies like uh, TerraMind, Digital Reasoning, InterGuard, Time Doctor, Vericlock, Interactive, ActiveTrack, and Hubstaff, just to name a few. (laughs) ActiveTrack, TerraMind, and Interactive have all reported a boom in sales recently. Here are a few quotes from The Guardian on how some of these technologies work. To monitor productivity, software can measure proxies such as the number of emails being sent, 
websites visited, documents and apps opened, and keystrokes. Over time, it can build a picture of typical user behavior and then alert when someone deviates. If it's normal for you to send out 10 emails, type 5,000 keystrokes, and be active on a computer for three hours a day, if all of a sudden you are only active for one hour or typing 1,000 keystrokes, there seems to be a dip in productivity, said Miller. Or if you usually touch 10 documents a day and print two, and suddenly you are touching 500 and printing 200, that may mean you're stealing documents in preparation of leaving the company. Other companies, such as TerraMind, seek to measure distraction by looking at how much a person is switching between applications. If a paralegal is writing a document and every few seconds is switching to HipChat, Outlook, and Word, then there's an issue that can be resolved by addressing it with the employee, said TerraMind's CEO, Isaac Cohn. A common but flawed technique is keyword detection. Drawing from a list of predetermined terms, including swear words and slang associated with shady behavior. This approach tends to kick up a lot of false positives, excuse me, false positives, and is easy to circumvent by anyone intent on beating the system. That wasn't the case when an all-state insurance franchise did a live demonstration of Intergard's software to other dealers. The technology started scanning the network and almost immediately found an email with the words client list and resume. The demonstrator opened the email in front of a room full of peers to discover his best employee was plotting to move to another company. When I was reading up on these technologies, I stumbled across several arguments as to why companies needed them implemented and some of the arguments I thought were valid. Uh, for example, monitoring emails can guard against security breaches and guard against the theft of intellectual property. Monitored emails could be used in evidence in a lawsuit or to detect employee harassment and bullying, you know, stuff like that. I think doing so, monitoring um, employees' emails, is not only mm, reasonable, but somewhat expected in today's workplace. I mean, to my knowledge, American companies generally aren't required by law to disclose how they monitor employees using company-issued devices, although they tend to include some sort of catch-all clause inside of employment contracts declaring such monitoring. That being said, uh, my concern about employee monitoring tends towards those companies who take matters uh, a bit too far. Listen to this quote from The Star, which reports on the trend of bosses uh, panic buying spy software to keep tabs on their remote workers. Employers go too far if their monitoring software remains active outside work hours, according to Stacey Hawkins, a professor at Rutgers Law School. Workers air their grievances on forums such as Code Ahoy, presumably using devices not being watched by their bosses. I've heard from multiple people whose employers have asked them to stay logged into a video call all day while they work said Allison Green, founder of the Workplace Advice website, Ask a Manager. In some cases, they're told 
is so they can all talk throughout the day if questions come up. But in others, there's no pretense that is for anything other than monitoring people to ensure they're working. Other managers take a more low-tech approach, insisting on constant status update, Green said. How these managers are going to get anything done themselves in the midst of all these updates is another question, she said. Employers so worried about workers every move might have a bigger issue to deal with, said Sutton, a software maker Terramind. It's not about spying on the user, Sutton said. If you hired them, you should trust them. If you don't, they have no reason to be part of the organization. <laughs> I so agree with that last quote. If you hired them, you should trust them. But with so many companies new to telecommuting, it's a difficult change to adapt to. If that's you, I may have a proven solution for you that has worked for several major companies like uh, IBM, for example. It's called ROWE, R-O-W-E, which stands for Results-Oriented Work Environment. If you are unfamiliar with the concept, stick around. I'll tell you more about it after this. This podcast is sponsored by Superpass, the go-to software for out-the-box content websites and mobile apps. With the Superpass platform, you can create your own branded website and native mobile apps to host your digital content, subscribers, and more. Do you have quality content that you want to share with the world in a beautiful and intuitive site? If so, then Superpass can provide the tech solution for you. Hold all your digital content in one place, your brand, your way. Check out superpass.app. That's S-U-P-A-P-A-S-S dot app. Do you love four-letter words? Who doesn't? And then you mix recruiting news and insights in with those four-letter words. I'm Cheese. And I'm Chad. And we are the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. We We out. A results-only work environment, row is a human resource management strategy co-created by Jody Thompson and Callie Ressler, wherein employees are paid for results rather than the number of hours worked. Their website offers resources and case studies on Roe certified organizations. And here's a quote from their website. Roe certified organizations are proving that disrupting the status quo yields results for business and people. Here are some of the results. For a corporate retail client, 17% increase in productivity, 23% improvement in service quality, and 13% improvement in employee engagement. For a manufacturing client, product delivery rate went from 70% to 90% and has remained consistent. Time to build went from an average of 50 hours to 35 hours, increasing customer satisfaction score. For a corporate retail client local government agency, a 9% increase in processing cases and 77% decrease in unprocessed in-basket items. Finally, for a retail consulting services company, 100% increase in top-line growth in less than five years. End quote. (laughs) Wow. So, Is a results-oriented work environment the magic bullet for managing remote workers? Well, like everything else, there are pros and cons. Business.com had this to say about it.
look at here are the pros. Row workplaces require less physical space because fewer employees spend time in the office. Employees use fewer sick days and take less time off because they can better work around appointments, illnesses, and other events. Employees are healthier, happier, and have less work-related stress. Row is environmentally friendly, saving both energy and commuting expenses. Row increases employee satisfaction and decreases employee turnover, thereby reducing hiring and onboarding costs. Companies that have been able to effectively implement Row report a major increase in productivity. And some of the cons. Row workplaces can be difficult to manage since it's often harder to communicate with remote employees who work varying schedules. Row opens up the possibility for unethical behavior since value is only measured in results, not how the results are reached. Employees who find it hard to self-discipline or self-motivate may not succeed in row workplaces. And finally, row doesn't work for everyone. It's impossible for consumer-facing fields like customer service or retail and difficult for highly collaborative companies to implement. Okay, I want to make a couple of predictions in closing. Uh, maybe, maybe three predictions. Over the course of my career, I have worked remotely for many years and I love it. I imagine that people new to the experience of telecommuting who can adapt to its discipline will find it hard to let go once the coronavirus pandemic passes. So expect the war for talent to heat up <laughs> when things return to normal. I also think companies are going to look at the productivity levels of work prior to and post coronavirus and will make some decisions on why they have been leasing so much office space for so long. I mean, if work can be done at the same levels as before or close to it, why would a company spend so much money on leasing office space? And, and, and one more. Uh, I predict that some forward-thinking travel companies will create packages encouraging companies to send their workers on company retreats to encourage team building, maybe even more than ever before. Typically, these types of events are around the December holidays. However, should the remote work trend continue and more companies pivot to a results-oriented work environment, giving people the flexibility that they craved before the coronavirus, Sponsoring team get-togethers on a more regular basis will be the type of social glue that will keep workers happy and boost retention for your company. Just think of it uh, this way. You're saving money on office space, <laughs> so why not spend some of that on some team-building events? Now, if you find this fascinating, uh, check out the uh, Proactive Talent blog. In our archives, we have several articles on how to manage a remote workforce, uh, resources you can use uh, for uh, remote working, how to build a culture around remote work, things like that. Uh, you can find it at proactivetalent.com. Like it sounds, proactivetalent.com and click on the blog link. Uh, but uh, those are just uh, a few of my thoughts. I'm curious to learn what you think. Please leave a comment. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. 
You can leave a comment concerning this podcast on my website at www.jimstroud.com. In addition to finding source material and related information for this podcast episode, you'll find other goodies that I hope will make you smile. And if you have not already, please subscribe to my website. Your continued support keeps this podcast train chugging down the track. Ever heard of Stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of Stoicism with a lowercase s and not Stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.